Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. So 50-year-old Kansas resident and Marine Corps veteran Christopher Kuhn was a member of the Proud Boys when he took part in the Capitol attack. In the lead up to January 6th, Kuhn messaged other Proud bigots and he said, quote, be prepared not only to beat down, but when you do, action of violence so utterly massive that we send a message. And, quote, this is going to get kinetic quick. If a soy boy or girl wants to get it on, they need to expect a hospital trip. It's the only thing they understand. So the prosecutor says that Kuhn took at least one AR-15 style rifle with him to DC and two of his co-defendants told the FBI he had two rifles with him. So I don't know if that's in addition to or just he had an additional AR-15 or additional rifle on top of the AR-15. Um, and then it was Kuhn who provided that orange tape that a bunch of the proud bigots were wearing. You guys will remember this. There were quite a few of them that had tape on their helmets. Some of them had it on their clothing and they did that so that they could easily identify each other in a crowd. So on January 6th, Kuhn was seen on Capitol grounds. He was wearing a ballistic helmet. He was carrying protective gloves and he was present at Peace Circle during that first very violent breach of the barricades and the attack on the officers. Now, Kuhn himself didn't take part in the assault, but he was there. He followed the mob onto the Capitol grounds. He witnessed every single subsequent breach and attack. And about 12 minutes after the initial breach of the Senate wing doors, Kuhn was seen on surveillance video illegally entering the Capitol. And Kuhn knew that what he was doing was a crime because he turned off his phone's Wi-Fi and his GPS function, something that he later admitted in a text message. So once Kuhn was inside, he followed the mob to the crypt. That was where there was that massive mob. They overwhelmed, violently pushed past the officers. Then he went along with some others. He chased some of them down to the visitor center area. And Kuhn was among that group that was throwing things at the police when, and spraying chemicals at them and trying to prevent them from locking the roll down doors. So you guys have seen those videos. I know you have. I've shared them with you. So he was not personally throwing things, but he was seen moving a small podium under the door. So you might recall they were putting chairs, they were putting other items to keep the, the roll down doors from descending entirely. Um, then he and others moved further into the building and they remained in that area for a while, but then they heard that someone had been shot. And so at that point, Kuhn and some of the others exited the building. And you know, it makes you wonder, what would have happened? How much worse would this have all been how much further would some of these violent people gotten and what would have happened if Ashley Babbitt hadn't been shot? Because it's very clear that a lot of them left after they heard that someone had in fact been shot. When they realized that the Capitol Police weren't just going to let them do whatever the hell they want, there were going to be consequences. So anyway, following the Capitol attack, Kuhn destroyed evidence. 
He urged other people to destroy evidence. He told other proud bigots to, quote, delete all your messages and pics now and, quote, keep a low profile, stop texting and sending stuff about it. Your text can be subpoena. I will talk in person, but none on the phone or text. Please delete our texts and start new, okay? I mean, yeah, don't we all delete all of our messages and photos and only speak to people on the phone when we've done nothing wrong? Now, luckily, some of the other proud bigots did not heed Trump or uh, Kuhn's advice, and the FBI was able to find his messages on their devices. Whoops. So in addition to the pre-planning messages that they found, investigators found a message saying that Kuhn wasn't done fighting. That was sent after January 6th. And then in a text message from January 15th, Kuhn, as always, made himself out to be some sort of big hero. He claimed he didn't enter the Capitol, quote, until I heard Antifa and other talking about tearing it down or burning it down. And then Kuhn said he pushed members of Antifa out of the Capitol, and he said a lieutenant shook his hand because Kuhn knew Antifa was, quote, instigating. So congratulations, Kuhn. Yeah, you pushed MAGA supporters out of the Capitol because they were dressed in black. <laughs> anyway, so Kuhn was arrested on February 11th of 2021, and in a superseding indictment, he was charged with conspiracy, obstructing an official proceeding, civil disorder, entering a restricted building or grounds with a deadly or dangerous weapon, and disorderly conduct in a restricted building or grounds with a deadly or, da or dangerous weapon. In September of 2023, Kuhn pleaded guilty to the felony charge of civil disorder, so he faced up to five years in prison, three years of probation, and 250000 in fines. But the prosecutor requested only six months in prison, three years of probation, and 2000 in restitution. They went easy on him in part because of his lengthy military service. The government said he served multiple tours of, du of duty. Um, he was awarded a bunch of different medals, including the Purple Heart. And since his arrest for January 6th, Kuhn apparently went back to college. He earned a master's degree in business administration. And they say now he's working on a second master's degree and he has prepaid the $2,000 restitution as a gesture of goodwill and good faith. Um, however, the prosecutor did point out, you know, because of his military background, he probably should have upheld his oath to protect the country and probably knew a lot better than most people that what he was doing was wrong. And they said that Kuhn's apology letter included with his sentencing memo, quote, acknowledges only the impact on himself and his family. He makes no mention whatsoever of the injuries to persons and the damage to property that occurred on January 6, let alone the damage to our the country's democratic institutions. I mean, that's why these people were there, right? They're entitled. They're entitled, spoiled brats. That's why they believed, no, it's mine, 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 my house, my president, my election. Nobody else matters. <laughs> if I don't win, if I don't get my way, then I'm going to throw a tantrum. I mean, 
It's not a shock. Um, so U.S. District Judge Timothy Kelly presided over Kuhn's case, and in the end, he sentenced Kuhn to only 75 days in prison, 60 days of home detention, two years of probation, and 2,000 in restitution. Nowhere near enough. Nowhere near enough for someone who took weapons to D.C. who was clearly planning for violence, and especially when he was convicted of a felony with a five-year maximum and he gets a month and a half, that is a joke. That is a complete joke. But, you know, this is kind of par for the course for this uh, judge. If I'm not mistaken, Timothy Kelly, he is a an Obama appointee. If I remember, there's two different Kellys. I think this is the one that was appointed by Obama. Very, very weak judge. Pathetically weak. So, Anyway, I will let you know when I hear more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it, become a subscriber if you have not. You can help out financially. I truly appreciate it. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.